Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Hey guys, this is Ricky and this is part two of us basically just talking about our experiences with the Blackpool Dance Festival. If you didn't listen to our last episode, you can go and catch up on that. We're just talking about the silly circumstances or things other dancers like us probably have experienced that are probably pretty relatable and funny. And we mostly talked about Junior Blackpool in the last episode, and I think we're going to continue that a little bit more into this episode and then also share some experiences at the adult May Blackpool Dance Festival. Yes, so we left off last time on the changing room situation on how everyone is in the same place. Something that I wanted to add quickly. I saw... I'm sorry, I've never seen anyone else do it, but the Chinese have a very interesting way of keeping their frame in standard. You Have you ever went on a plane and they would saran wrap your um, luggage? I mean, that's never happened to me, but of course I've seen it many times. They were doing the same thing to the boys. In, right. Like under their tail suit? Yeah, so they would take off the tail suit and they would saran wrap their whole body, like under their armpits, down, like their whole torso, which is saran wrapped. Oh my God. And I was like, I've never seen that before. I've never it's, seen that before either. Maybe it's a new thing. Maybe it's a new thing. There's a new technique a new that trend? they're trying. Yeah, new trend. <laughs> I've never seen that. I mean, I guess it's smart, but don't you sweat? <laughs> don't you sweat? It's just... I just feel like it'd be so uncomfortable to dance. Now we're not talking. That. We're not. We're not saying it's bad. It's it's horrible. It's weird. If it works for you, by all means, do it. But it's just, I've never seen that before. I've just they were walking around with the saran wrap. It was interesting. Oh. I'm gonna say it was very interesting to see. Another thing about the changing room, and this is not to focus on one race or anything, but also when you mentioned about the Chinese, I don't know any sort of Asian dancers. There's Chinese, Japanese, lots of different Asian uh, dancers coming to Blackpool. Absolutely incredible to see them because obviously with my experiences in America, I've never seen actual authentic Asian dancers because all of them are in Asia. They have so many competitions over there. Why would they need to come to the US? But of course in Blackpool, it's everybody's chance to go and compete. And with the changing room situation, I've always been so intrigued that for the girls, I don't know if they have this for the boys as well, but I saw on many, many girls, not only at Blackpool, but of course I first saw it at Blackpool because the changing rooms are so open. It's basically just a really big room. And there's nothing for you to like hide behind if you want to change in private. Of course, unless you want to go down to the the bathrooms, which I have to say in the winter gardens, they're not the best bathrooms. I'm going to be honest. They're pretty small. In the ladies changing room, at least there is tanner everywhere on the walls, on the toilet seat, on the mirrors. There's the floor is slippery because of spray on tanner. It just smells like hairspray. There's so much going on. In the changing rooms, at least the female, the bathrooms in the winter gardens there that honestly, especially if you have a standard gown to go to the bathroom where people are using the bathroom and there's stuff all over the walls. If you absolutely need to go there to change by yourself, of course, like I've done that before, but I would always just change in the changing room because those bathrooms were dirty, but in the changing room, they had these things that would basically, it's just a 
imagine a huge circle of fabric, usually a very, very light material, like something that's not very heavy and it would be black. And in the middle, there would be a little hole and there would be elastic in that hole. And basically what they would do, they would put this over their head and it would sit right here on their collarbones and the fabric would go all the way to their ankles. And it was basically just like a huge cape around them so they could take off their dress put on all their undergarments put on their clothes and then once they were fully clothed they could literally just do this in the middle of the changing room there would either be like a snap or they would just pull it off over their heads and they would be fully changed and I thought that was the most brilliant idea ever and I always wanted one when I went but I still never got one (laughs) I've I don't remember seeing that maybe I just didn't stay in my head yeah process i don't remember seeing that i remember seeing dancers sleep under chairs and tables between heats i've seen that i've seen people like they would just throw on their uh, robe or their sweater just lay down and sleep under the table or on chairs i was one of those dancers not only at junior blackpool at adult Blackpool too, because some people can really keep their energy up the whole day and they can just, obviously there's other things you can take. Like a lot of dancers will have different sort of energy drinks, like Red Bulls, Monster Energy, all that stuff. I usually try to stay away from that. I've, I've never even tried an energy drink in my life before. So I just use the good old sleep to give me some energy. And literally between almost every round, when I was tired, there'd be a certain table. I would go up in the women's changing room. I get my scarf. I always have a thick scarf with me because first of all, Junior Blackpool is in spring in Blackpool, which is on the water. And England's not a warm place to begin with. It's pretty cold. It's pretty wet. And when you're on the water in a seaside town, it's cold there. So I had these huge scarves. Basically, it would be like a blanket. And if I was smart enough, I would bring two. So I would fold one into a square and I would put it under my head. I would crawl under whatever table was free so people wouldn't come in and step on me and everything and I would be in their way I just wanted to be out of their way then I would take my other big scarf and I would pull it over me like a blanket either if I was still in my dress if I didn't have time to get out of my dress and back into my dress sometimes I would only sleep for 10 or 15 minutes but I swear it literally helped me so much I was literally one of those dancers if you walked into the changing room you just see a little child crawled under a table sleeping that was literally me so many times (laughs) Uh, something that came into my head something that i learned in blackpool is how to laminate my number yes i've never laminated any numbers i've seen it done i thought it was like a like you pay (laughs) a certain amount of money and they laminate it for you but no you have to do it yourself that was that was an interesting experience learning how to do that Yes. As a girl, I never had anything to do with the numbers, of course. But then with my current partner, Alex, almost every single competition we've ever been to, he always brings his own roll of tape, like a big roll of tape, and he will spend time the evening before with the number he's a perfectionist so he's got to cut the number perfectly he doesn't like it how he how they give it to you sometimes it's way too big so he just cuts yeah. it out exactly the number he laminates it perfectly and then he'll align it on his tail suit 
usually the night before the exact way he wants it, tries it on, asks me if it looks good and fixes it. But yeah, before I went to Junior Blackpool, I never saw anybody laminate their numbers in the US before because I don't know, I guess we just didn't think about it, but it's so, so helpful to help it not rip. Yes, um, and it looks so much nicer. And it, yeah, it looks so much nicer because there's been times, oh my, this is another Blackpool story. This is with my previous partner, Tony, where literally, I don't know if it was the number. I'm absolutely certain at this point that it wasn't laminated and he just put on his shirt and it says during a Latin, one of the Latin days. And of course the number ripped off or one of the, um, it ripped off the safety pin, the two top ones, of course. So the number is facing down and at Blackpool, if you're not a big name, if the judges don't see their number, they're not going to put you through. (laughs) So the whole round, the whole dance, every single time I was in frame with him, I was holding up his number and there would be, I was trying to hold up the back of his number anytime we were in a closed position before we would go out to something else because we were dancing Latin just in hopes that I, when I was holding it, I wasn't covering the actual number because I was just trying to hold it up. So the judges still had a chance to see the number because they don't see your number. You're not making it to the next round. And what's the point of going to Blackpool if you're not going to try your hardest to make it to each and every next round so that I've been there before guys, please laminate your numbers, learn from our experiences don't let the number rip. Don't let it come off. Just going to save yourself stress. And even if you don't want to, you can help your partner or you can even talk to your coach and be like, Hey, what's the best way for me to laminate my number? Because it's going to save you a lot of stress in the long run. And you're just going to know it's going to stay and it's all going to be good. But yeah, that's a huge thing that they do over in Europe, specifically in Blackpool. Yes, I just remembered real quick, there is not a lot of commentary when you watch competitions, but there are some recordings of competitions with commentary. And I always notice that there's this one couple with like the corners cut off of the number. So it looks nicer. And the commentator will always mention that he'll be like, oh, yes, and this couple has their corners cut off because it looks way nicer and more pleasing to the corners. <laughs> I like it just corners. Yeah, I've seen Alex cut out. It's basically like a black bull number. There's no ads, nothing. It's just a number. I think yeah, I should start doing that. He doesn't like all that frilly stuff. Just give me the number and laminate it yes. to put on his tail suit. I think I'll start doing that as well. Yeah, it's definitely a good thing. Uh, yes. Now I just want to briefly touch on how I transfer- transferred from junior Blackpool to yes. adult Blackpool. And... I have to say, when I went to Junior Blackpool, like I said in the last episode, at least five or six times, I just assumed that adult Blackpool was going to be the same as Junior Blackpool because it's like, oh, it's Junior Blackpool. It's the same thing, but just for kids. Guys, I was really wrong. It's not the same. I mean, in theory, it's the same. You have sim- like the same or similar judges, the same venue. You have the same music playing for you. Um, you have specific days to do specific dances. Uh, obviously, they don't have that in the adult Blackpool because they simply don't have time because there's just so many couples and so much dancing to do. You're, of course, every time you're dancing, you're doing all five. Or if you're doing standard, they don't have Vini's waltz there, so you're doing all four. Um, 
But when I went to adult Blackpool, I'm sorry, adult Blackpool, when I went to adult Blackpool, it was like an entirely different competition to me. For some reason, it's like knowing that everybody is there. So at this competition, you have the professional ballroom, you have the open amateur ballroom, you have the professional Latin, the open amateur Latin. Everything underneath those categories for me personally, because I'm more interested in ballroom and Latin, not quite as important. Of course, I was dancing in those categories that weren't quite as important because I was not there yet. But just knowing that those are happening and because especially in the amateur categories, because there's so many dancers, they have to do different rounds on different days. Like for the amateur Latin, it takes at least three days to compete the amateur Latin. So the first day is literally just the first round and they have to split it up into two different times of day. They have the morning rounds, which is five or six heats where you do cha-cha six heats, samba, rumba, pasa, jive. And then a few hours later, they have six more heats of dancers that haven't danced yet. And it's time for them to do their first round because it just takes so long to do 12 cha-chas, 12. It's like, it's too long for the judges. It's going to be like, your first round is going to take three hours. So they separate it into two different sections. And then the next day or two days later, because sometimes you have a break day in between your rounds because they have to start the amateur ballroom. You have a break day, you go back two days later. So far you've been in Blackpool for three days and you've only danced one round. (laughs) Then it's time to do the next two rounds. So you have two rounds, which will usually take up about six hours, seven hours of your day. And then finally on the third day, after they've done the first round, the second two rounds, then they can do the remaining rounds on the last day. Let's say from the 96 to the final. Um, so that was a huge thing for me to see that literally if you're so invested, if you're making it to those later rounds, you're dancing for at least three days just to get to the end of your competition. And there's so many dancers there that it, it's so many at junior Blackpool. I thought there was a lot. There was 70, 75, 80 couples in a, um, what is it called in an event? Oh my gosh. In the adult in the adult Blackpool, there are so many couples. There can be over 150 couples, even closer to 200 couples. And you're like, of course it takes them three days to do this. And you're just surrounded by 200 couples dancing amateur rising star Latin for three days straight. You're surrounded by these competitors when you're there. And of course, when you get to the, like the stars, the amateur finalists, the pro finalists, you just see them walking around. And obviously in junior Blackpool, that usually doesn't happen. You just see them walking around. You see them warming up, practicing, doing the morning and evening rounds, like the practice sessions that they have. And it's so inspiring, even if you've seen them before, to see them in Blackpool against their very best competition. Because usually when you see a star, they're the star of the comp. Usually they know they're going to win. They don't really have any really stiff competition. But in Blackpool, 
it's everybody's biggest competition. So everybody's got to be on their A game. Everybody's in the zone. And to see your favorite couples or your star couples in that zone is so different. And it's so cool. And for me, it was super inspiring. And it helped me to be a lot less scared because when I had my first adult Blackpool, I was so scared, you guys. I was not prepared (laughs) mentally at all. I just came from junior Blackpool. And then I went into the under 21 and the rising star amateur categories for ballroom and for Latin, which no, I would not recommend as a 10 dancer because you're going to be dancing literally for eight days in a row. And you're going to be so tired (laughs) at the end of every single day, just being like, when is this competition going to end? It's literally so long and you're switching ballroom Latin, ballroom Latin. Sometimes we would have literally a Latin and then ballroom and Latin again in the same day. And it would, it was very stressful, but it pushed us. I wouldn't say I regretted it, but um, definitely helped me as a dancer, but it was so scary for me to see my competitors because when I was 16, if you knew me when I was 16, especially if you just see how I look in the studio, you're not even going to believe me that I came out of junior two. You're going to think that I'm still a junior one dancer because of how I looked. Of course, once you get to the competition and I had hair and makeup and my dress on, maybe, absolutely a maybe I could pass for 16 years old to dance in the under 21. But guys, those Russian and Ukrainian girls who are 16 years old, we all know they don't look like they're 16. They absolutely look like they're 22 or 23 at the minimum. And I'm over here looking like I'm 14 and I have to dance against them. And for me, that was really hard to get past. It was really hard to see even just physically the way their body looked, the way their choreography was made, the dress that they were wearing. So of course, when your body is different, you have to wear a different style of dresses. So because my body was very different than theirs. My dresses were very different than theirs because I had to try to find something to complement my body shape and my partner and my dancing. Um, But even past all of that, all that stress and all that stuff that I made for myself up in my head, which didn't really matter in the end, it was, it pushed me so much that year. And of course, Blackpool is my all-time favorite competition as it is, I'm sure for many dancers that it really, really going to that one, my very, very first adult Blackpool, I, it just helped me so much as a dancer. It gave me a whole new perspective on the ballroom world, on the industry, on the love of dancing. Everybody who was there that you're sitting with in the evening, the whole front row is just legends sitting there. Legends, if you're lucky enough, will stay to watch your dancing if you've made it far enough into the evening and you're still making more and more rounds there's literally legends sitting there in the audience watching you and you just feel like you're on top of the world you've never experienced that feeling before and you're just hoping maybe they get a glimpse of your dancing not like they'll ever remember you oh for sure not they won't remember you but just that feeling I can still feel it inside right now when I think about it just that Joanna Lunas literally sitting there watching me dance my sambo is like literally like there's even a video of my me dancing samba and her in the front row every time I watch that video I'm like I can't believe she watched me dance. <laughs> but, you know, I was just passing in front of her and she happened to glimpse at me but there's so many huge names there that it's just so different because even in the junior Blackpool 
there are big names there, but not as many as when it comes to the true later rounds of the high, um, high, higher events in the Black Bull Dance Festival in May. It's just, it's like, the highest that you can ever go and just have that audience being there just lifts you up even higher I guess it's a very very great experience and I'm so thankful for but I can say it definitely was a huge it was almost like a culture shock going from the junior Blackpool to the adult Blackpool even though it's literally the same competition yes guys we definitely recommend if you have a chance to go to Blackpool definitely do it Blackpool changes you as a dancer it gives you more motivation you see how other dancers are dancing and it subconsciously just pushes you even to work harder and to progress Mm -hmm. guys thank you for listening to our experience in blackpool hope you enjoyed and see you guys next time bye guys